Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to our weekend release. This is our bonus podcast episode where we can see how much extra content we can squeeze into your week. Random things that have been sent in, extra bits from our week and how our advice went down with you, our wonderful Gene Divas. We've got a bit of an audience with us as well on the... We do, I feel pressured. ...bonus podcast episode today. We've got our friends at Sainsbury's here. Yes. And William's written Sainsbury's on this piece of paper. (laughs) Because I did come in earlier today and say, what time are Asda's coming? <laughs> and he didn't want me to offend you guys. But no. Because tell everybody why Sainsbury's and uh, our friends at Penguin Random House are here as well. Yes, well, they're going to Sainsbury's are going to stock our book. Yes. So you'll be able to taste and read the difference with yeah. our book. <laughs> you can have that. Yeah. Um, no charge. Uh, yes, so it's all very exciting. And when's the book out? 9th of November. And where can you pre-order it? sexismyboss.com slash book. Thank you. Anyway, we also need to say hello to all of our new Clone A Willy listeners, words I didn't think I'd ever say. Um, There's quite a few of you, apparently, and many in Australia, which tells you everything you need to know about Australia. Um, And it turns out half the podcasts in Australia shared our stories to their audience, and we have some clips here. So, yeah, we went viral a few weeks ago regarding a dilemma that we got sent in. From Melissa. Melissa. Uh, everyone, we don't need to recap the dilemma because I think it's it's tattooed on everyone's memory. Mm. Um, this first clip is from the Kylie and Jacko. Whoa, 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 whoa! Kyle and Jackie O. Kylie and <laughs> Kyle, Kyle and Jackie O. From the Kiss Breakfast Show in Sydney. I never miss it. This is a huge show in oh, Australia. It? These guys are massive. They've been on Australian radio for years. Always shocked me as well that they can f and Jeff on Australian radio. Like yes, they can swear and stuff. It's a massive show. Like everybody in British radio knows about these because, like, they're the best of the best. Oh, are they? So for them to share our clip and talk about it was just mind blown. Okay, well, let's have a listen to how they uh, they talked about it. 
Uh, we've got some. I've found something off this podcast. I don't listen to podcasts because I think that's for cockheads. <laughs> uh, but Pedro is one of them, and he heard this, and it's um, it's some podcast. If you write, if you have sex stories, you write a letter in. Yeah. And these two, well, one's English, and I think the other's American. They read the stories out. Yeah. This story's worth hearing. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. A okay. voice like that. You're talking like that, reading out someone's letter. Yeah. But you can get it. Okay. I roll the tape. It's a great story. The ending is very good. Don't hype it up. I have a devastating dilemma for you. <gasps> can I? Right. And that, that's a popular show. Yeah. Right. They, so they said podcasts are for cockheads. <laughs> yes. I wrote down. Yeah. Okay. And it's presented by an English person and an American. Okay. Which one of us do they think is American? Also, we're not a sex podcast. No. We're not. We, we help everybody from sex dilemmas to... Where'd you put your napkin? Yes, that kind of thing. So we're not just all sex-orientated. Cockheads is such a good swear word. Is it? Yeah. Right. Like but I genuinely want to, I want to... Can we get back in touch with Kyle and Jackie O as to which one of us they think is American? They thought one of you was a bit cockney, and I think they think I'm American. You're definitely not American. Maybe they've never heard Northern accent in are Australia they, before. Are they quite well travelled or not? Who? Kyle and Jackie. O. Well, I assume Have they so. ever left Australia? They're multi-millionaires, so I assume so. Okay. But it is quite hard to leave Australia. Yes. Because it's not like you can just like, at the time recording, I'm going to Spain after this. Right. Two-hour flight. Australia. Yeah. What's the nearest? Bali, I think, is yeah. their their centre of well, sort of how culture. How long does it take to get to Bali? Five, six hours. <laughs> a long time yeah yeah i think we could get to new york in that time just yeah yeah so. depending on which domestic airport you flew, flew out of so um okay well that's interesting well thanks for them for sharing that uh, we also have a clip from the tony and ryan show uh, they just like first names on australian radio here's that clip this girl was using like a sex toy that she like found in her mum's drawer, used it, and was oh. like, "This, I know. That, let's just skip past that gory." Can we though? She said it was the best like orgasm she'd ever had, and she like said to her mum, "Like, where did you get that? Because it's really. I don't understand she the relationship." Admitted, there. Yeah, they must have. But then she goes, "It's a mold of your dad's." <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> so if the dad's. He's getting it done for mum. The dad's <laughs> c from the mole no. is getting it done for Jessica. Wow. I mean, it just gets better and better on Australian radio, doesn't it? I, I think that's a podcast. Is that a podcast? Yeah, I've seen okay. it on TikTok. Yeah. yeah. So they've been sharing it. Nice. Well, thank, thank you for that. Also, we've got a clip from Ricky Lee, Tim and Joel, also in Sydney. Melissa yeah. was house-sitting at her parents' house. She was sleeping in her parents' room. She found a shoebox under the bed right. and it just so happened to be full of session toys. Well, surely that's the moment you closed that box. <laughs> it wasn't. She'd had a couple of glasses of wine. She found mum's, you know, and she gave it a wash. Oh, my God. And then used it. After using it, she saw that it had clone a willy etched on the side of it. Meaning the toy was a replica of her dad. What? <laughs> Brilliant. What I like about the Clona Willy thing is when that went out, I thought, oh, you know, God, it's so, it's so down market us doing this. How can it get even more down market? Well, the answer is here it said in an Australian accent. <laughs> and it just gets classier and classier. 
Have you ever been to Australia? No. No, I think that could be our next trip. Really? Benidorm to Australia, it could be. William and Jordan go down under. There you go. <laughs> yes. It's already got a name. I'd love to go. Yeah. What's the capital of Australia? Canberra. Canberra. Cam- Can- What's Can- not, not Camembert. What's Camembert? That's a type of cheese. That's it. It's, Sydney. it's a general like Ca- Canberra. Canberra. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's Sydney, but it's not it's Sydney. It's not Sydney. No. no. Apparently, the Opera House. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Another one, why not bar? It's, yeah. yeah, it's not the why not bar in Benidorm, is no, it? I just no. told a few people that have been there, like, no. <laughs> it's a bit, because um, it was built in the 70s. The Opera House for Australia. Yeah, I'm, don't don't at me here, any Australians. I've just heard. I just know a couple of. A bit like Paris. Paris is gorgeous. No, you're the only person I know that's been to Paris and said it's great. Has all, it, all my, do you like Paris? Yes. Paris. Hands up yeah. if you like Paris. Yeah, this, right. These are all PRs that work in London. <laughs> of course, they're gonna like Paris. They're not all PRs. No. But um, all my northern friends and family are like it's well expensive and. Right. So apparently, yeah. Okay. Well, I've, I've yet to be to both, so I can't. I can't judge. No. Yeah. Well, I think uh, all the Australian listeners that we inherited over the last couple of weeks have just switched off. So um, we've <laughs> slagged off the Opera House and their accent. We will be coming to Australia soon. Oh, will we? Yeah. My yeah. father is desperate to go to Australia. My mother is absolutely point blank refusing to go to Why? Australia. It's been a bone of contention for about fifteen years. Really? He's de- he lo- he would travel every week if he could. He loves travelling. My mother just doesn't need to leave the house. She doesn't want to leave the house. Gets very wound up about flying or sailing. Let's take Brian to Australia. Yeah, let's take... <laughs> Darling, I am not going to that country. You know I do not like snakes. Snakes and spiders. Oh, yeah, that would put me off. Yeah, and, alleg- and crocodiles. Do you remember when I was filming in Dominican? Mm. Did I ever tell you? Because I knew they had snakes out there after they were in Australia as well. I prob- I, there used to be a security guard, really nice guy. Yeah. I used to get him to come and check my bathroom every morning for snakes before I got a shower. Because you... somebody once told me that a cleaner found a big one in the shower once. I was like, right, well, A snake? I'm... Yeah. Right. <laughs> Going back to Melissa's letter. Um, and it, the fun continues. This is from D. Hi, guys. When my daughter was in her early teens, she found one of my <clears throat> toys. It was a small God. toy that I used regularly. One day I went to use it and it was gone. I couldn't find it anywhere and thought maybe it had ended up in the bin accidentally, so I bought myself a new one. A few weeks later, I was in her room getting laundry and there staring back at me was my rose gold toy. Where are we going with this? She was too young to be able to buy her own as... Mine had gone missing. I knew it had to be mine. I immediately threw it in the bin and never said anything to her. She's now moved out and nothing ever happened again, thankfully. Love the show. Hope you both had a fab time in Benidorm. D. Well, thanks for letting us know. So this is actually quite a common thing between mother and daughters. Yes, it's, it's a detail of life I didn't need to know. Now, this next section of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at WhatsApp from Meta. Now, as WhatsApp is sponsoring the podcast at the moment, we're reflecting on the role of privacy in our lives and why it's so important. We recently looked at some of the privacy mishaps we've had and how we could have done things a little bit differently. But now it's time to hear from someone else on their ups and downs with privacy. Is it privacy or privacy? It's privacy if you're British, it's privacy if you're American. Okay. We've been sent a voice note from the Useless Hotline podcast, hosted by Max Bagel. How do you say Max's surname? I know him. Uh, Do you? Max Begeldi? Belegda. Max Belegda and George Clark. Let's hear what Max has to say. 
Hello boys, my name is Max Balegde, I am from the Useless Hotline podcast, and I need your help, okay? I've been caught in a really sticky situation with my mum and my sister, that sounds really weird, I promise it's not. Um, Basically, I was up at my mum's the other week, and my mum, God bless her soul, she cannot cook, like, even a little bit. She got the chicken that she had grilled with zero seasoning out of the oven, put it on a plate, poured some gravy on it, and think job's a good one. And job was not a good one. It was horrifying. And basically, whilst we're eating, obviously we don't want to offend mother's feelings, even though it's absolute disgraceful food. Um, so me and my sister were just messaging each other on WhatsApp, just like, oh my God, can you believe that? Look at the chicken. It literally looks anemic. Oh my gosh, do you reckon we'll die if we eat this? Lol, bants, whatever. And um, after I finished, go into the other room, leave my phone on the table. I don't even have a password on my phone because I think I'm hard and solid and no one's ever going to hack me. Well, I was incorrect because my mum saw her name come up in my sister's chat log. She clicked on it and saw all the messages. And... I would love to say that my mother loves me so much and she didn't get angry at me, but she is a northern lass who has a bad temper and um, things escalated pretty quickly. I need advice. How do I solve this? How do I fix my relationship with my mother? Is she going to hate me forever? And please, if you can give her any cooking tips as well, that would be amazing. Thank you. So what should Max do here? What's the etiquette of not liking someone food or someone reading your messages? Well, I would say it's probably a bit late now for Max because his mum has actually seen the message. So there's no point him pretending he meant something else. I think you're just going to dig yourself a bigger hole. Um, So I would just own and say, sorry, that was really unfair of me. And please let me cook you dinner tomorrow night to make up for it, perhaps. But actually, if you were ever served anything, whether it's from a parent, a friend, uh, your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, if you're ever served anything that perhaps is not to your taste and you don't want to offend them, in etiquette circles, we have this lovely little passive-aggressive way of saying, I enjoyed what I had. Mm. Uh, And you're not saying, yes, I loved it, it was delicious, you're not compromising your ethics, but also you're not offending them by saying it was vile. So, Max, in future, although I'm sure everything your mother cooks now is going to be delicious, you need to say, thank you, I enjoyed what I had. But this situation, Max, could have been avoided with WhatsApp's chat lock feature that we've been going on about. It allows you to add an extra layer of protection to your most personal chats from anyone who has physical access to your device. In order to read or send messages, you'll need to unlock your chats using device authentication, such as your phone passcode, face ID, or fingerprint. And now at least we know, thanks to Max's voice note, how to pronounce his last name as well, because he said it for us. Mm. We nearly got it right. It's Beleg Day. It's a bit higher than the bouquet, isn't it? Belegde. It's Beleg Day! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no accent on the end of it, and really for the A sound, as in cafe, there should be a, Just do your next bit. an accent. Anyway, the thing about privacy is that we've all had the experience of our privacy being breached. On occasions, it might result in a funny story or something fairly inconsequential, but at other times, it can have a real impact. Yes, exactly. And we've just heard it can happen to all of us. So, staying on top of your privacy, privacy, and understanding what works for you is so important. And on WhatsApp, you can message privately, so nobody, not even WhatsApp, can read your messages. Plus, the built-in layers of protection on WhatsApp mean that you never have to depend on just one form of defence when it comes to your privacy. Um, This is from Charlotte. Hello, William Jordan and EPB. I thought you would enjoy the story of how I was banned from my local branch of a popular chain restaurant. It was quite an 
It was quite a nice one. I took my two young children out for lunch recently. It was very busy, but we had a booking. At the end of the meal, I took my kids to the loo to clean up, and my four-year-old then decided he needed a number two, so we took a while. Seeing as I was on my own with the children, we all left the table, because I can't leave a four- or one-year-old unsupervised. Fair enough. I couldn't find the person serving us, but I did tell another member of staff that we hadn't left yet. Long story short, they obviously didn't tell our server, and when we were in the loo so long, they thought we had done a runner without paying. I did pay my bill and profusely apologised, but then got an email to say I am no longer welcome at the branch. Wow, I'm mortified. I got banned because of poo. Hope you have a wonderful time in Benidorm, Charlotte. Well, that's lovely. I've been banned for worse things. Really? No. I do. I do panic though when I'm in a cafe or restaurant on my own and you go to freshen up, with however long you're going to be in the bathroom, I always panic about someone coming to clear my space or if my bag will be okay, and if I take my bag, does it look like I've left? When are you ever on your own in it? You're out every night of the week with friends or family or colleagues. You ne- when, are you, when was the last time you was in a cafe or restaurant? Well, normally when I work. Which is very rare, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Go on, what's the next one? How's your four day a week job going? Five, actually. What's the fifth day? I'm always busy on a Friday. It's my admin day. Oh, really? What are you doing this Friday? Going on holiday. Right. There we go. QED. This is from Sam. Dear Jordan, Willie, me, PP and Diego. I heard you retelling the uncomfortable massage story, and I had to share my massage horror story too. I was on a family holiday when I strained my neck after sleeping on a particularly uncomfortable mattress. My younger brother suggested I get a massage from the on-site spa. We went to the spa reception and were greeted by an impossibly attractive Spanish lady who had booked me in for a shoulder massage later that day. When I returned, however, the lady I had wrongly presumed to be the masseuse had disappeared, and in her place was the actual masseur, a six-foot-five Brit shithouse of a man with hands like dustbin lids and eyes that suggested he'd killed. I tensely shuffled into the room and was asked to lie on the table whilst he applied the towel to my waistline. He applied the towel to your waistline, that's odd. From previous massages, I knew this would involve him slightly lowering my shorts to tuck in the towel. Uh, What I was not expecting, however, was to be stripped entirely of said shorts and to be bollock naked on this guy's table. If that wasn't enough, he then proceeded to baste my arse in so much oil you could cook chips on it. Once saturated in what felt like an entire bottle of crisp and dry, he wandered (laughs) over to his CD player. Do you remember crisp and dry? No. What's crisp and dry? It's a... Is it like fry light? It's a frying oil that you used to use for chip pans. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. I've never owned a chip pan. Shock. Uh, anyway, he wandered over to his CD player. That dates it. Again, from previous massages, I expected this to be some sort of relaxing whale song or similar. It wasn't. Imagine how tense my oil- oiled-up arse got when the opening bars of Britney Spears's Hit Me Baby One More Time fired up. <laughs> At that point, I wasn't sure whether to laugh or leave. He then proceeded to play my plentiful rear end like the bongos for a full 30 minutes. <laughs> pausing only to switch back to his more favoured Britney songs or to apply even more oil to my backside. Once the massage ended, I collected my things and waddled out of the room, only to be met by my entire family pissing themselves at the noises they'd been enjoying for the past 30 minutes. My brother winked knowingly, having had a full hour of the oil tycoon the previous day. To this day, my neck is painful, uh, and I still can't listen to Britney without needing to scrub myself. Sam. I don't know if... Is that... I mean, it's a bit weird. Do you, I've had a massage before, but they don't do your bum, do they? No. Well, they shouldn't do. No, I did it with shorts on. Yeah. 
They I mean, were pro- at one point she were on because I had so many knots in my back. I did it last year for my birthday. They were on a family holiday, they say, and it was a Spanish lady originally. I don't doesn't mean to say they were in Spain. They could have been in anywhere, but I'm just fairly sure that's not really the done thing. No. No. And actually, from this from a serious etiquette point of view, should anyone go, you know, touch your bottom, for example, you don't want that, I think you just say, sorry, can we just keep it above the waist, please? And be very quick and nip it in the bud immediately. You shouldn't apologise for someone invading your personal space yeah. when they shouldn't do, especially when you are so vulnerable. And in this instance, as Sam said, completely, quote unquote, bollock naked. <laughs> it's normal to make those sounds, though, because when I have, I've only had one before, they proper dig their elbow in, oh, I love that. I think, get on, like, they... Put what the, sort of sound do you make? Well, when they put their elbow in to get the nuts out of your back. Oh. oh I, See, I don't like massages. I don't like being touched. No, you don't. No. Yeah. I get... I, and, and the hairdressers, when they, they go, oh, should we give you a head massage? No. Oh, I went to one the other week. I think I told you, didn't I? So my, my original barber, you know, I'm fussy about my hair. Mm. I'm just putting book massage on my to-do list. Not everyone for ages. Um, I had to go to a different barber. I went to this well-known chain... Mm. And like, I just wanted him to do the sides, and then at the end, he put a towel around my head, like a hot towel. But if you're claustrophobic like me, it was really like. But I started to panic a bit and thought I was being waterboarded. <laughs> and he was like speaking to his mate about the Arsenal signing, and then like I was like, Keith, get this towel off now. And then they start, and then they crack your knuckles one by one. Oh no, no, yeah. no. And then they like, no, stop it, stop it. Charged me forty odd quid for the privilege, which for you is cheap for a haircut because. You have Princess Anne doing yours. I don't have Princess Anne doing mine, no. I mean, that would be quite something. I go to the same hairdresser as the Princess Rock. And who's the other famous person? Anton de Beck. Anton de Beck. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one haircut my hairdresser can do. It's the same, it's the same haircut. Do you and Anton de Beck and the Princess Royal Sorry, the same yeah. hair? Anton de Beck and Princess Royal. Oh, my God. I don't know if I should be revealing this, but yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, final one from Rachel. Bonjour from sunny France. William Jordan and EPB. Dedicated listener and a fan of the podcasts, I'm currently holidaying on the west coast of France and wanted to comment on your recent discussion regarding the strange custom of sunbed reservations whilst on holiday. Mm -hmm. I thought I'd share a rather genius idea that we have witnessed here in France, a solution to the age-old sunbed problem. At a random point in the day, the pool attendant or lifeguard suddenly plays a particular tune and the rule is everyone returns to their sunbeds immediately, coming out of the pool and abandoning the water slides for just a moment. When everyone is sat on their respective sunbeds, the lifeguard dashes around in a rather flamboyant fashion, twirling a towel above his head and removing the towels of vacant sun loungers, unceremoniously dumping them on a pile to much laughter and encouragement from onlookers. Essentially, if you're not at the pool, you lose your reserved spot. I can tell you, this works. Everyone is happy, apart from the poor chap who popped to the toilet for a mere instant and returns to find his towel has been cruelly swiped. Perhaps this should be the norm. Warmest regards to you all, and long live your podcast, Rachel. I mean, that sounds like some kind of weird holiday squid games. Yeah, musical (laughs) musical towels. Yeah, musical towels, but what if you've just gone to get a burger or a pint? Yeah, or if your possessions are on the towel. Yeah. Do they just get whipped off and tossed asunder? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if I do agree with that, but I don't also agree with people that put towels down and then go off for four hours. No. Yeah. I quite like it. Uh, uh, Particularly busy times. Obviously, if the pool is not very busy, I don't think there's any need to do that. But if it's busy, then I think that's good because you shouldn't reserve a sun lounger, as we have said numerous times. Okay. For more than 10 minutes. 
Remember, if you've got a question or a story that isn't a dilemma or a problem, this is the place where we can read it out. So drop into our DMs on social media or send us an email to help at sexandmyboss.com with anything that you want to share with us. We also love hearing back from people we offer advice to. So if that's you, get back in touch with producer Ben. For more sexed news, and I've got a bit of a lisp because of these new braces. Can you hear you? For more sexed news and nonsense. Nearly be good for when you go to Spain. For more sex, th- oh yeah, yeah. Do you know that's because they had a king that had yes, a lisp. Yes, I do. So they had to start speaking in the lisp. Yeah, I do. Know nothing that. worse than when your parents move to Spain and they'll say chorizo. Oh, do they? And my mum said, my mum said in Benidorm, someone went, "Where do you live?" She went, "Murcia." I love it. Uh, for more sex of news and nonsense, sign up for producer Ben's newsletter via sexofmyboss.com. We'll see you on Tuesday for the main episode. See you next Tuesday. even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hello g and we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. 
So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexandmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexandmyboss.com slash cinema.